The FAA is investigating a mid-air incident where an Allegiant air flight and a Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell yesterday when he gave an eight-minute speech on the Senate floor, but no mention of the moment the 81-year-old Republican leader caught us over by me. Oh, God, he defined your Republican Not your mom, friends, cousins, not your teachers, not your sisters, but God. What's up, guys? I'm so excited to be back. I had a very chill weekend. We had a youth leader party bash thing on Saturday and what's church on Sunday. But if you haven't already, subscribe to the podcast. I upload every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Joke of the day. Wait, I did the jump roll early again. Okay, what do you call an elf that can sing and dance? Drum roll, please. Elvis, get it? Like Elvis. Elvis can sing and dance. And if it's an elf, it's Elvis instead of Elvis. <laughs> uh, anyways, guys, I'm so excited to talk about what we're talking about today. But, anyways, growing up, I feel like I always start off with growing up, but here we go. Growing up, I feel like our generation was always told and taught about Jesus and about God. But we never really were taught about the Holy Spirit. And when I say that, I say that in a way that it was mentioned, but we, if you were to ask me when I was younger, what the Holy Spirit was, I'd be confused. Like, and if I'm being honest, it wasn't until now that I actually know what the Holy Spirit is. And if you want to learn and study the Holy Spirit, I advise you to read the whole book of Acts because I recently finished reading it, and man, oh man, I know what the Holy Spirit is. Now, if you were to look up the definition of Holy Spirit, it would t- it would tell you that it's the third person of the Trinity. Biblically, it's God's power in action and His active forces. So, I'm just going to like tell y'all my notes from reading Acts. Usually I have like a a whole script plan, but right now, today is just like, I'm excited to tell y'all what I learned about. And so my adrenaline is kind of pumping and I'm like, I don't need no script. But anyway, let's get started. Acts talks, like it shows like the whole story and like the journey of like Peter and like traveling and like, the groups of believers and what happened. And the main thing it talks about is literally the Holy Spirit. Like each chapter has something about the Holy Spirit in it. And so when I say read the whole book of Acts, y'all, I mean chapter by chapter, verse by verse. And I'm just going to let y'all know. Let's start right now. So I was reading, right? In chapter 1, verses 8 says, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. So I'm like, boom. Number one, you will receive power. That when you receive the Holy Spirit, you will also receive power. And so then I was like, wait, it's not done. It's not over. Because power over what? Like I want the power, but what am I gonna have power over? Right? So I continue to read. And once you like read through like each like chapter, you will understand and you will see, and it will literally tell you what power and what things you will receive what things that comes along with receiving the Holy Spirit, right? So if you continue to read chapter one, verses 16 says, 
This was predicted long ago by the Holy Spirit speaking through King David. So a long time ago, King David predicted Judah's actions. And the only reason why was because of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit spoke to him and told him what was going to happen. So, boom, number one, you'll have power over seeing the future. You'll be able to prophesy, right? And so if you continue to read chapter 2, Verse four says, and everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. Okay, number two, they were given the ability to speak in tongues. And how this happened was one day, all of the believers were were meeting together in one place and this is how powerful it gets because like once there's a group of believers in a place and they're believing wholeheartedly and they're desperate the holy spirit rained down on them and it touched them and it filled them and they were able to speak in tongues I'm like, okay, okay, this is good. It's getting good. So you continue reading. And then there's like this section where it says, in my Bible, it says Peter preaches to the crowd. And so Peter is telling them what God said. And he's like, in the last days, God says, I will pour out. This is um, chapter two, verses 17 through 21, by the way. I will, in the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young women will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit, even on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. And I will cause wonders in heavens above and signs on earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark and the moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So. First, we have, you'll be able to prophesy. You'll be, then you have, you'll be able to speak in tongues. Then it says, young, your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. So we got prophesying. We got speaking in tongues. We got seeing visions, like having visions, guys. What? That's like... Now, there's more things, like more things that you'll get power of, but like before I continue to tell you this, it says in chapter two, verse 38, Peter replied, each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away all who have been called by the Lord God. And so I'm like, oh, okay. So you have to repent for your sins and turn to God. And now, if you don't know what repentance, well, don't be sad because my last episode talked about repentance and I gave some ways and like a little step-by-step process kind of. So just pause right here and go ahead and listen to it and come back. But It said you have to repent for your sins and turn to God and be baptized in in the name of Jesus Christ. 
so that you can receive the Holy Spirit. Okay. Okay, okay. Okay, so you continue reading, right? And it gets even more interesting, man. If you continue reading, and we're in chapter 3 now, right? We're in chapter 3. And Peter and John, you know, just chilling, right? And there's this lame man that come up to him. And he expects, he's expecting money, right? But Peter said, this is um, 3 verse 6. I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, get up and walk. Another one. Another one. The Holy Spirit gave him the power to to perform signs. He told this lame man to get up and walk. And if you continue to verse 8, he jumped up stood on his feet and began to walk then walking leaping and praising god he went into the temple with them y'all y'all the the man's feet and ankles were instantly healed and strengthened and that's because peter had the power to tell him to just get up and walk and he got up and walked and then if you continue reading, right, right, now we're in, we're in chapter four now, right? Okay. And so this is Peter and John before the council. And when you get to verse eight, when you get to chapter four, verse eight through 13, let me tell you something right here. You, once you receive the Holy Spirit, you'll also receive a sense of boldness and like, Let's read, let's read the verse. Let's read the verse. By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter filled with the Holy. It says Peter filled with the Holy Spirit, y'all. He said to them, rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, the man you crucified by whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one who referred to in scripture where it says the stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. Y'all, y'all, if I was in the council, I'd be scared to talk to them like that. But but look, Peter was filled with the Holy Spirit and he knew exactly what to say. He stood up there and he said it with pure boldness, no fear at all. Now, if you continue to read in chapter four, it says the believers pray for courage. So they're all together, right? They're all together. They're praying. They're, they're begging God for courage and, you know, boldness. And verse 31 says... After this prayer, the meeting place shook, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. Then they preached the word of God with boldness. I feel like I've said this multiple times, but if you ask, then you receive. Y'all, they ask for, for boldness so that they will be able to preach the word of God. And the Holy Spirit filled them and they were able to preach the word of God with a sense of boldness. 
Who wants to be bold? I'm raising my hand right now. I raise my hand right now. I don't want to be bold. Like, come on. So you see that whenever you receive the Holy Spirit, you receive a lot of power over things. And it's just like amazing, but it doesn't come easily, right? Like, you can't just do what you want or do whatever you want to receive it. You have to obey. And that's what it says in chapter chapter 5, verses 32. It says, we are witnesses of these things, and so is the Holy Spirit, who is given by God to those who obey him. So you have to repent for your sins. You have to turn to God. You have to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. But you also have to obey. And I've talked about obedience. So if you want want to hear about it, go ahead and scroll down. Listen to some more episodes. But there's a price to pay. You can't just be... Like if you want if you want money, you gotta you gotta work a job to get money. You want the Holy Spirit, you have to obey. So now moving on, I'm gonna say a little something from chapter eight. I feel like I'm all over the place, but we love to see it, right? So in chapter eight, it says, um, chapter eight verse twenty nine, it says, the Holy Spirit said to Philip, go over and walk along beside the carriage. I want y'all to keep that in mind. It seems like a little, a little bit of guidance, right? Like he's being guided somewhere. But keep that in mind. Because right now, before we go to guidance, we're going to talk about what happened in, in chapter 9 with Saul's conversion, right? So Saul was this, he was he was real disrespectful, y'all. He he wanted to kill the Lord's followers. Like he, he was not a fan, right? So, you know, if you know the story about Saul, he like, he dropped down to the floor, you know. God talked to him, and he stood up, opened his eyes, but then was blind. Like, lost his eyesight. He's blind. Like, what's going on? Now, there was this believer named Ananias. I've never known, like, how to pronounce his name. But the Lord spoke to him and told him to go see Saul, right? And he went to see Saul and he laid hands on him. And in verse 17, this is chapter 9, verse 17, he says, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who appeared to you on the road, has sent me so that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from his from Saul's eyes. And he regained his sight. Then he got up and was baptized. Y'all. This man Saul was blind. And with the touch of Ananias' hands, him laying his hands, Saul was filled with the Holy Spirit. And his eyes were opened. Like, and like what? I'm awestruck in wonder because what? Like, wow, that's so powerful. And it also just shows that, like, you're not alone in this. Like, there's people around you that God has placed in your life that could help you, you know? So now, we know, like, at the beginning, we we know that you'll get visions, right? And you'll be able to prophesy. And so in chapter 10... 
throughout, like in the middle of everything happening, Peter gets a vision, right? And it's a vision of like the sky opening and there's like this large sheet and there's animals and there's a voice telling him, go kill them and eat them. And Peter was like, I've never eaten anything unclean. And the voice says, do not call something. This is verse 15. Do not call something unclean if God has made it clean. So like, not only do you get a vision, but some of these visions are lessons. You learn something from the vision. Isn't that cool? Now, remember when I told y'all to keep in mind about the guidance? Well, now, after reading chapter 10, I realized that one, the visions, some of the visions will teach you lessons. Two, you there's there's guidance, but Three, there's also clarification. So there's this man named Cornelius, right? And an angel comes up to him and he's saying, send out some men to go to go get Peter. So to go get Simon Peter. So he sends out some people. He calls for Peter. And Peter's like having this vision that I just talked about, right? And so there's this three men that randomly knocks on the on the door and is like, I'm looking for Simon Peter. Now, if these three random men that you don't know comes looking for you, saying, I'm looking for Simon Peeper, Peeper, Simon Peter, how would you feel? Like, if I don't know you, why are you looking at looking for me? But the Holy Spirit told Peter that three men have come looking for you get up go downstairs and go with them without hesitation don't worry for i have sent them that was chapter 10 verse 19. the holy spirit told him that there were three men looking for him so just go go talk to them and don't worry because i've sent them so like it gave him the clarification it it let him know you know like He's not confused because the Holy Spirit told him. Now, I'm going to end it at this one right here. This one this one is really powerful. Chapter 20, I say verse 22. Yeah, 20 verse 22 to, I guess, 24. Paul, so Paul is talking to Ephesian elders, right? And he says, and now I am bound by the Spirit to go to Jerusalem. I don't know what awaits me except that the Holy Spirit tells me in city after city that jail and suffering lie ahead. But my life is worth nothing to me unless I use it for finishing the work assigned me by the Lord Jesus. The work of telling others the good news about the wonderful grace of God. Y'all, that is really powerful. Like, he he doesn't know what his future looks like, but he trusts God and he trusts that the Holy Spirit will guide him in the right direction. And, and it does. The Holy Spirit does guide him and it tells him everywhere he go what what's going to come
what's what he should prepare himself for right and so basically being filled with the holy spirit has many benefits right you get you get power you get power to be able to prophesy to see visions that has lessons you'll be able to have certain dreams perform signs you'll gain this certain boldness you have clarification guidance like there's many benefits and all you have to do is repent for your sins turn to god so which means you have to be 100% in. You can't be one foot in, one foot out, you know. You can't be lukewarm. You have to be 100% in it. You have to be for it. And you have to obey. And it's that, like, that's all. And you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. And so, like I said in the repentance episode i'm a how-to girl so of course y'all are probably y'all probably like dang wow i want to be filled with the holy spirit how so you have to receive jesus christ as your savior and believe in his name you have to believe you have to know who jesus is and believe that he died on the cross for your sins you have to also want the Holy Spirit, not just because like, wow, it's cool, nice to have. You have to want, you have to have like a desire and a thirst for the Holy Spirit. You have to want to be able to have this Holy Spirit, have this power so that you can help others and encourage others and have the boldness, right, to, to spread the good news and to preach it, right? And you also have to repent of all of the sins, whether it's like whether they were knowingly or unknowingly, you have to repent for them and you have to obey God's orders, his commandments, and you ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. You have to ask him, like I say, ask and you shall receive, right? Not in the door will be open. You have to ask him and you can ask like like during prayer you can ask him like feel me you can thank him right and you just have to walk by faith in the word of god and act on his promises and you have to know that it's not an instant thing like if you ask for it you won't get it instantly and like as soon as like you ask for it so just know it might take a while because like God has to see that you really want it, like you have a really like a big desire for it. So it will take a while, but just keep praying for it. Don't be discouraged and keep having hope. So as I'm praying out, um, if you would like to receive the Holy Spirit, um, you should pray with me and you should just like, you know, ask God to feel you. You know, ask the Holy Spirit to fill you and just thank God for everything. Okay. Thank you, Jesus, for waking us up this morning and starting us on our way. Thank you for your angels watching over us night and day. Thank you for your mercy, your power, your glory, and your favor. I ask that you give us your will and use us whenever you want, however you want, and for whatever you want. 
Holy Spirit, we give all the glory to you for through your mighty power at work within us, you are able to accomplish more than we might ask or imagine. Help us to submit to you and allow your power to have full sway in us. We thank you for your gracious presence dwelling within us. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, with an open heart. Pray for wisdom so that we can recognize the Spirit's guidance and so that we become more aware of your presence. We're calling out to you to grow and use your spiritual gifts and for the courage to share your faith. We pray for the Spirit's healing and transformation and for a deeper understanding of God's word. We pray to develop a closer relationship with you, Holy Spirit, and we welcome you and we ask you to fill us. And God, I pray for healing over every person under the sound of my voice, both mentally and physically, from the crown of our heads to the soles of our feet. And I ask that you help us to cast our fears and worries to you. And we surrender everything, laying it all down at your feet so that we are able to lift up our arms, free from the pain and the weight and the exhaustion. And we just want to praise you. God, I ask that you wash us clean from the guilt and the shame. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for listening, guys. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and turn your notice on. If you don't know how to do that, just know I upload every Monday morning at 8 a.m. Also, don't forget to use the Q&A section at the end. Um, I've changed it from prayer requests to, no, from topics to prayer requests. So, to be honest, if you have any prayer requests or topics, you can use both. You can put both in there. It doesn't really matter. But I hope you enjoy your day. Stay blessed and keep...